If you've ever spent time in the seaside town of Woolgoolga in New South Wales, as my family and I did over summer, you kind of miss the town's magnificent Sikh temple. Uh, it's the first to be built in Australia more than half a century ago. And it's not just there that this community is thriving and giving back. If you've ever lost your home to fire or flood, you may have received a hot meal from the Sikh volunteers who dedicate their own time to helping people in crisis. Each week, Turbans for Australia gives out hundreds of food and grocery hampers to people experiencing food insecurity in Western Sydney and communities devastated by natural disasters. The charity was founded by Amar Singh, who was last night named Australia's local hero for 2023. Amar, welcome to you. Congratulations. Hello, Andy. Thank you for having me on the show. You've essentially been recognised for your kindness, for the warmth that you spread in the community by feeding people. But understand this project grew out of some pretty, well, should we say, unkind experiences that you had. That's um, right. But, you know, my notion was simple that we need to turn that unkindness around and turn it into a positive story that how we can make it better for a whole society because... It wasn't my personal issue. It was an issue that we had with the society. So how do we fix it for everyone, no matter what you know, religion or race that the person belongs to? Nobody should be picked or picked at or being judged for their looks or religion. You were 15 years old when you arrived in Australia. What was that like for you and, and how hard was it to arrive to a new country as a teenager? Certainly a lot of new Australians who are being given their citizenship papers today might learn a thing or two from what you learned. Uh, one thing I've learned is Australia is a land of opportunity in the real sense. Your life and your future is what you make it. So it's very important that you work hard. As a 15-year-old, when I turned up here, it, it was very different. Back in landing in Campbelltown, you know, we didn't have much of this diversity and multiculturalism. Went to school there. Things were very different. And it was okay to say to somebody, oh, look, you know, your name is too hard to pronounce. We're going to change it to a, an Anglo-Saxon name. But right now, you know, that's not the case. So for me, I have seen those things around me all my life. And I said, look, we need to change something for the future that we shouldn't be doing the same things over and over again. We need to have a society that accepts everyone. So that was the drop behind all of this. I read that one of the catalysts for you to set up turbans for Australia was this racist slur. Uh, you took to a, a Sydney radio station to call that slur out. But but what happened next as a result of you calling that out? Well, that chap was actually listening to the radio and he rang and apologised. So this is what, what I meant, that if we can change one person, then why aren't we reaching out? It led me to start turbans to say, let's get um, volunteers together, help out in causes and make our society a better place for everyone. And where we are today, that wasn't even in my wildest dreams that we're going to have so much love and, and you know acceptance from wider Australian society and be where we are today. There's something in the Sikh tradition here about altruism. I've had the experience of travelling to Amritsar and visiting the Golden Temple and making food there and volunteering. It's a sort of central tenet of the Sikh tradition and religion, isn't it? That's right. Seva is it's a very strong tenet of Sikhism. Seva is um, selfless service of others. Um, and that's what, you know, creates our ethos of Sikhism 
that when we serve our community should be selflessness. And hence, we go far and wide to help people in need. And as you said, you've been through the Golden Temple in Amritsar. It, it's a you know, holiest shrine for Sikhs in, in, in the world. And hundreds and thousands of people are served every day and everyone's welcome. That is long before we started practicing diversity and acceptance in the world. We already had that in play in Sikhism. I think that temple cranks out something like a couple of thousand meals a day. I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, the, the the volume of chapatis <laughs> that uh, that temple produces is certainly something. And and the output for your charity and your van, you're you're travelling really up and down the country these days. I see you in news footage popping up in floods across New South Wales, fires in 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 Queensland. It's truly a national charity. It is, because there's a lot of people that are dedicated to this cause to say, we want to help our local community because uh, I don't expect people from Brisbane to come down to Sydney to volunteer. You, Where you live, where you work, you should be making that place a better for, place for everyone. And that's why you have to engage in your local community, help out in uh, things that matter, and take ownership of your local society. You, you know, if you need to clean up, you clean up. If you need to help out at a sports event, you do that. And hence... That's why we are everywhere. Like in COVID, we were running community relief centres in Sydney, Melbourne, Goulburn, um, Queen Bean, Gold Coast, Brisbane. That's all because people say, hey, I want to help out in local community. And they said, look, this is the formula. This is how you do it. This is what I can send you. And you start up and we got councils behind it. Councils gave us uh, the community centres with the kitchens in it and the halls to um, for us to operate our um, relief uh, hampers and away we go. You must have seen some incredible examples of gratitude for the the work that you do. I mean, with people that have suffered floods or fires, are you able to bring them a smile on their face when you hand them a hot meal? I think uh, uh, gratitude is probably a, a smaller word to what I've experienced. The love is... is is boundless. You know, there, there's no limit to it. What we get in terms of, you know, when random people come and give you a hug and say thank you, or random people on the on the street say, "We know who you are. You do incredible work." You know, he, he's a kind donation of fifty dollars or a hundred dollars. It's immense. It's it's such a powerful notion to go wow. A person that I'm just walking past in the street or at a service station knows what we do appreciates our work and acknowledges the fact that we are trying to make a difference in our society. So what's next for Turbans for Australia? You've received this award today. How will this charity extend in the coming years, do you think? We're just going to keep doing what we do, is to help our communities, especially regional Australians. We are very passionate about that because everyone that I've spoken to, you know, um, these awards were not just an award for for people who got selected, but also a, a way to mingle and network with so many incredible Australians from right around our country and to hear and learn from them. And one thing I've learned very early enough from my causes was the regional Australians suffer a lot more than metropolitan cities. They have very limited resources, very limited supply, and very limited manpower to help out when disasters sit. So we are going to expand um, into our regional areas where we can help out communities because they really do suffer. And in the cities, we have so much waste in terms of clothing, brand new clothing, I should say, uh, food, uh, non-perishable, perishable items, and we can really repurpose that, send it out to bush. And we are a big country. We need trucks and vehicles to get them from A to Z. 
Lamar, I love your work. I love your food as well. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, your time today. Congratulations on being Australia's local hero for 2023. Thank you. I'm humbled by this, this uh, accolade, but I think our work will continue as it did before and to make our whole country a better place. Good on you, Amar. Thank you so much for your time here on RN Drive. I'm taking your thoughts in just a moment on the text line about this debate to change Australia Day. Seems to happen every year. Lots of different opinions. We'll take them all. Uh, on the text line, this one here says we should rename Australia Day to Reconciliation Day. What do you think of that idea? Uh, love to hear your thoughts. 0418 In a moment, you'll hear from the Hobart City Councillor who, although he dissented on his council's move to change the date of citizenship ceremonies there, says we should vote on the voice and the change of date together this year. What do you think about that? I'll talk to him shortly. You're with Andy Park. This is RN Drive. It's 16 minutes past four. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.